0: yo this is rob harvilla from 60 songs that explain the 90s the world's greatest loopy and perverse and inaccurately named music nostalgia podcast we're doing 90 songs now because there's too many songs pearl jam jay-z jewel Two, Cher, hootie these are just some of the names people yell at me on the internet because we're back more great songs more rad special guests more loopy perversity Join us
1: once more on 60 Songs That Explain the 90s every Wednesday on Spotify.
2: Miles!
3: Want to get out of here? Wherever you go from here, you have to promise to take care of that little boy for me. Make sure he never forgets where he came from. And he never doubts that he is loved. And he never lets anyone
2: Tell him that he doesn't belong there.
4: Greetings and welcome into the Ringerverse here on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Mallory Rubin, and it is my absolute pleasure to invite you not only back to the quantum realm, but also to join us right here on the Ringer's Nexus podcast feed for all things fandom. Joining me today, now that she's finished telling me she's the podcaster who can give me the one thing I want. (laughs) It's Kang. No, it's my beloved house of our (laughs) Our working title. Co-host
3: Joanna Robinson back after a rare Friday away. Joe, I missed you. Oh my God, I'm thrilled to be here. There was a moment <laughs> where my laptop tried to force an update and I was like, no, I cannot miss another Friday. So thrilled Can't to be delay here. Our Thanks so much to Ben Lindbergh for helping uh, fill the gaps last week for me. And the uh, two bodies not here, so that I can tell him in person. <laughs> oh, wait.
1: Where is he? I'm here again. Oh. We can
4: podcast <laughs> together,
1: too. Isn't this a treat? Look
4: at this. It's not just us today, it is a two special guests, two pals of the pod kind of day here at House of R, because it is time, as we had previously teased, for the 2023 House of R hype draft. And if it's a draft, that means. Only one thing: it means that ringer draft, Daddy Sean fantasy of big picture movie draft fame is here as well. And as you already heard, Ben Lindberg of Lindbergh of Limberg and Associates is here. Ben and Sean, welcome.
1: Thank you, thank hey. you. I'm I'm hyped to be here, but I'm also apprehensive because I, I've made it this far in life without ever doing a draft with Mal, oh. which I think is is why we're still friends. It's just. <laughs> It's a whole different energy. It's just a raw ferocity. I've heard it, but I've never witnessed it firsthand. And I feel like once you draft with Mal, you can never see her the same way again. Like the, the mask slips and you see the <laughs> stone cold killer lurking beneath the animal loving exterior. So I'm worried that she, she was trying to lull us into a false sense of security before we started recording because she was saying this was going to be a positive draft and just good vibes. Uh-huh. But I think it's, it's Rope-A-Dope, and she's just going to come out swinging.
3: Get yeah. get ready for her to mock your love of, I don't know, water. It, it, you know, whatever you... <laughs> <Who> needs water? <laughs> think, whatever you think is innocuous and you hold dear, she will come for it. No. I've, I've mellowed. Now.
4: I've mellowed in my old age and relentless fatigue and we're here today to celebrate things we love sean i know you're bringing the positive vibes and the positive energy right
0: yeah i do want to share for the listeners though who can't see this um when you're not speaking mal you are putting a bowie knife in your mouth um, and (laughs) holding it between (laughs) your teeth and i would say that that intimidation is working very effectively um i'm 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 delighted to be here i'm a huge fan of the Ringerverse podcast and uh house of R, (laughs) one of my favorite houses on the block and uh yeah I I'm a very competitive drafter. I don't have, and 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 there is a, a psychological aspect to drafting, of course. But I I I'll put it this way: I'm not as crazy as you are, Mallory. That's one. <laughs> I just want to put that mm-hmm. out for everyone.
4: And yet, you have chosen to light the entire room that you are currently inhabiting in what I would describe as Ravens purple, which I can only read as an intimidation tactic. You're trying to distract Mind me. Games. We're heading into Wild Card weekend. Ravens bangles on Sunday night. A lot of anxiety for Ravens fans. And I know you want me thinking about that and about Lamar Jackson's knee, but I won't. I'm going to think about hype and nerd <laughs> culture and all the stories that I can't wait to share and celebrate with you, my beloved co-hosts and pals. That's the mood I'm in today.
1: (laughs) By contrast, I put my shade down so that I would be shrouded in shadow, just hidden by the mic so you can't read my micro expressions. It's just Why are you
4: implying that's new or different from how you usually appear to us on Zoom?
1: (laughs) This is my lighting situation for every appearance (laughs) on this podcast, but... This time in particular, it will help me just by yeah. camouflaging my intent. Yeah,
4: Joe, have you ever seen Ben's face in your 75 <laughs> Zooms together? I was
3: just about to say, Ben, you have significantly downsized your pop filter. I got it a seems smaller like pop filter yeah, for yeah, you. So. I thought when Aww. I got it, this is great
1: because Joanna will know what I look like now.
3: Yeah, now I know what Ben's <laughs> face looks like. It's yeah. great. Oh, boy.
4: Okay. Very quickly, before we get into the rules of today's draft... Let's hit the programming reminders, as we always do at the top of a show. The Last of Us starts this Sunday, and we are going to have pods aplenty on the Ring Reverse Podcast Network. We already have some awaiting. We have some more coming. This past week, on Wednesday, the Midnight Boys pew, pew chatted about the new Quantumania trailer and, in honor of The Last of Us inching ever nearer, embarked on a truly hilarious <laughs> Video game character draft that you owe it to yourself to listen to. And uh, Steve, I just want to say that we're all thinking of you, buddy. You're in, our, you're in our thoughts. You're in our heart. I loved your draft. I did. You're true to yourself. Yeah, it was wonderful. I thought Steve, it was Steve, I, li-
0: I didn't like it. I thought it sucked.
3: Oh. <laughs> right, here you come.
4: Oh, boy. Speaking of video games. On Thursday, right here on the Ringerverse, Ben and Daniel Chin offered the video game experts guide to the impending Last of Us TV universe. So check that out as a primer before the new show begins. And then once it does begin, head over to our sister pod, the Prestige TV podcast, where Van and Charles will be sharing their instant reactions on Sunday nights, and then Joe and I will be diving deep into the latest Last of Us episodes midweek. But we're still gonna be here on the Ringerverse too. Joe, you wanna do a quick tease for what we've got cooking for next week here on House War? Oh
3: so excited for this. So uh we're launching a new series, unless you hate it, and then it'll be a one and done. But uh <laughs> we're launching uh, a new sporadic sort of special kind of episode that that Mallory and I will be doing, which are centered on uh tropes, various storytelling tropes that we love. And we wanna sort of like dive deep on like those tropes and look at all the various. Film and television books over the years that have exemplified that trope and also what we think it means and what it brings out and why people go back to it time and time again. So this next Friday, we are starting with the trope that is known as Lone Wolf and Cub. Um, or I was talking to someone about it last night. They had never heard of Lone Wolf and Cub, but they're like, oh, reluctant Daddy? I was like, sure, reluctant Daddy, if you want to call it <laughs> <Just> that. <laughs> <But> anyways,
1: <laughs> Pedro Pascal and someone else. Yeah,
3: yeah. So so Mandalorian, The Last of Us, Pedro Pascal and a... You know, small, defenseless, um, your mileage may vary creature. Um, That's what we'll be talking about next day. I'm really excited. There's a lot of stuff that is really cool that falls under this umbrella. So Mel and I are going to be talking tropes. It's going to be great.
0: Ben and I are actually a couple of reluctant daddies, if I recall correctly. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It it took us a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. No longer <laughs> reluctant, of no course. No longer elected. No, 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 no. <laughs> At one time, perhaps. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how can everyone follow all of that? How can everyone follow
1: what Sean's
3: got cooking on Big Pick? How can everyone follow yeah. all of the podcast goodness here on the Ringer Podcast Network? I am so glad you asked me this question because um, there's a few ways they can mm. do this. First of all, mm. Follow us on socials, like yeah. ringer specifically, but just a ringer in general, because then yeah. yeah, you can find out what Sean's doing on the big pick, if Sean's gonna show up on the watch, like what he's moving and shaking. You don't know what he's gonna do. So you wanna check all of that out. Uh so yeah, on Twitter, on Instagram, et cetera, wherever you find your social entertainment. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. What about that? What a concept. Why don't why don't you just subscribe? And then we're always here and you don't miss a thing, you know? Uh, in the words of Steven Tyler. Don't um <laughs> And last but not least, this is not a way to like track us, but um, you know, hobbitsanddragons.gmail.com. at gmail.com is 2023. That email still works. Yeah. So we are still getting emails at that email. I still read them. So, you know, if you have thoughts about reluctant daddies, please feel free to to email us and we can incorporate that into the show. But those are all the ways to uh, keep track and uh, get a hold of us. Okay.
4: Spoiler warning, slightly tricky for today. We obviously won't be revealing any particular spoilers from impending releases because we don't know any. But in talking about things that might be coming, anything from that canon from the past is in theory on table. So there's a spoiler warning for uh, basically the pop culture universe. Okay, the rules. Everyone ready to establish the rules of the 2023 House of R hype draft? And then break them? Yes,
2: Mm -hmm. yes,
4: yes. Yes. And then immediately thwart and challenge them. Yeah. (laughs) So normally, Joe... We enter every season with a hype meter. And do we contain the hype meter in our respective top 10 lists to that exact season? No. What are seasons? (laughs) What is time? But we try. We generally take the year in quarters. But the beginning of the 2023 year is a little lighter, and there's a lot to come later. And so we thought, wouldn't it be fun to kick things off? By looking at the entire year all at once. And that's why we decided to do it as a draft. That's why we decided to have our pals with us. There is so much to talk about. So our four drafters, Joe, Sean, Benjamin Limberg, <laughs> Mallory Rubin, will be drafting in a snake order. Steve Allman, after we go through these rules, will be determining that draft order via random draft generator right here on Zoom. We don't know the order that we're drafting in yet. We will be drafting into five categories. They are TV show, movie, animated, sequel, wildcard. Now, yes, many, many, many 2023 releases could go into more than one of those categories. That's part of the, th- the fun, right? Is Thing X your choice for movie? Is it your choice for sequel? Is it your choice for wildcard? Hey, that's up to you. That's part of the strategy. What is eligible? Anything confirmed (laughs) for a 2023 release or, and this is the key, this will come into play at some point, reasonably expected to come out in the year 2023 is eligible. What does reasonably expected mean? We will probably find out together here today on this very podcast. If you push the bounds of reason here, though, if you make the case that something that we all know is coming out in 2024 is coming out in 2023, your fellow drafters reserve the right to challenge you. Any questions about that first rule about what we mean by coming out in
3: 2023?
0: (laughs) Just so I'm clear, um, Fantastic Four starring Adam Driver is eligible, right? (laughs) It is eligible today. Is that
3: what you're, is that what you're calling 65? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can definitely pick 65
0: if you want to. Uh, that's too
1: bad.
4: Okay. You I can pick something. Nothing.
1: I expect nothing to come out so that I cannot be disappointed.
4: Mm. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a historical document. I mean, of course, this is the podcast yeah. where we once picked uh, Sandman in our fall of 2021 hype meter mm. because Netflix had said coming soon. And it turned out that was not true. But that's fine. Well, soon.
1: What is soon? Debatable. What is soon? Yeah, exactly. In a cosmic sense? <laughs> a
3: year from now, it turns out according to Netflix. So, what is soon? You know. What is hype, you know? Mm. It's open to interpretation. Y- you can
4: though we should we should we should clarify. You can pick something that has already started as long as it started airing in 2023. So for example, Bad Batch, which started airing the first week of this year is eligible for selection today because it is a 2023
1: show. Sean's okay. going to grab that
0: first pick. Yeah.
4: I know that's that's number one on Sean's big board. Yeah. He's a <laughs> big, big, big crosshair guy.
0: <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Right
4: <laughs> Speaking of television shows, subsequent seasons of a TV show. So for example, the Wheel of Time season two are eligible in the sequel category after much discussion among the group. That is where we landed. Any nerd culture release is eligible. Sci-fi, fantasy, superhero stories, comic book stories, you name it. If it is a nerd culture genre story, if it is something that we could potentially podcast about here on The Ring you can draft it onto your hype squad. And any type of media is eligible. This will probably mostly be a film and TV draft, but if you want to pick a novel, if you want to pick a comic, if you want to pick a video game for any eligible category, you absolutely can. Any questions on any of the eligibility rules? Anything we want to hash out on the
3: eligibility front? Sean, any, any teasing you want to do for uh, what is nerd culture? What counts as
0: <laughs> well genre? I think even internally here at the Ringer, we are constantly flummoxed <laughs> by where things live and where they ought to live. And so, with that in mind, I want to challenge convention today. Yeah, I want to yeah. I want to break borders.
3: He's a maverick.
0: Sean's
1: going to use the the all cur- all culture is nerd culture now. All <laughs> nerd culture is mainstream culture yeah. now
0: to sneak in all sorts ben, of we picks. won. Just look back at us. We were 11 years old. We were like, why won't they just make an X-Men movie? And then that's all they do now. We did it.
3: <laughs> what What is a flower moon? And is that nerd culture?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's something mystical, I'm sure, in that wonderful work of nonfiction true crime by David Gran. Let us bring Martin Scorsese to the (laughs) ringer verse. Marty would would
2: love that. He
3: would love to be here. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be thrilled to be nominated.
4: (laughs) Oh, boy. What is the goal? What is the goal of today's exercise, pals? It's to have fun. It's to share in celebration and joy of the things that we love and can't wait to see. Also, it's to win. It is to assemble the most hypedastic roster of 2023 nerd culture releases, the most anticipated releases, the most exciting list of releases, the most likely to be good or acclaimed, whatever hype means to you and whatever you think it will mean to our voters. Because, as is always the case for a draft, people will have the opportunity to vote for their favorite draft on the Ringerverse social handles. Tune back in to Instagram, to Twitter, so that you can vote. All right, those are the rules. Questions, comments, concerns. Okay, Steve, please establish the draft order.
0: Joe will be first, Sean will be second, Mal will be third, and Ben will be fourth. Are there like very obvious, like, well, this is quite clearly the number one draft pick. You know, like when when we'll do a big picture draft, or like even listening to the video, game characters draft, I was like, okay, well, Mario, right? Mario is like, he's a critical figure in the video game history. Like, do you guys see this as I need to get one of these three in my first pick or my draft is F?
4: (laughs) I think it's difficult to answer that without revealing our respective draft (laughs) strategies. But what I feel comfortable saying, and I think we can each answer this question and also give a little bit of a a snippet of how we're assessing the content year to come and what trends we see maybe and are anticipating... I think there's a clear number one overall seed, and I think there's a clear top two seed line. Like, I I would be surprised if the first couple rounds didn't play out largely in a way we're all anticipating, with maybe a couple surprises and bits of variance in there. From there, I think it's absolute open season. But who knows? I'm prepared to be surprised. I think that's really part of the fun, and I do think category strategy impacts how you seed quite heavily. It sort of has
3: to. Category strategy is is impacting my number one. I yeah. feel free mm-hmm. saying that because I'm about to pick it. But like category impacts my number one pick. I think if you were to ask Mallory and ask me, we would have different answers for what the... Most imperative pick should be. Yeah. I think
4: I think yeah. everyone will have the same number one overall. I don't know how you couldn't in this draft. But maybe, I don't maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know.
1: I, I, don't know. I wouldn't okay. say it's so clear cut for me. Oh, yeah. Th- right. There are some categories where the field is, is deeper, at least for me personally. Yeah, I guess exactly. It also depends, I think, on are we just going completely by our own personal level of hype for That's these properties? You. Or are we so cutthroat are we so hell-bent on winning that we are pandering to the masses That's that we are to trying to, to curry favor here because there could be certain things that i think would be high on the general draft board of the culture at large that might not yeah. be as high on my personal hype picks so completely I'm up have to, to you decide buddy. whether wow. i want to do you want to pick a my, team that
3: makes you happy or that you think will win my authentic
1: hype yeah <laughs> that is
3: like do i pander to the craven voters or do <laughs> i not it's a, it's a good question <laughs> Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go first. Should we kick things off?
1: All right. Is so, there any any started. sort of preamble?
3: Okay. Great. Here we go. Um, as I mentioned, category strategy plays a lot into my first pick. This I was really hoping to go first so that I could nab this off the board. In the category of animated, I am God picking.
0: Damn it! A-
3: across the Spider Verse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we all agree.
3: Great. Yeah. There was no okay. question.
0: You're, already this is just a disaster <laughs> <laughs> so would all four of us have had Across the Spider-Verse as our number one pick
4: without a doubt not only okay. because of the overall anticipation but because animated is so thin as a category compared so to the why is this
0: a category is my uh, question
4: for fun for, Chris, for the challenge for the fun because we love animation here at Chris the Rainerverse Chris is not here because Chris yeah. isn't here <laughs> should we let Joe
3: explain why she picked this though Please. I don't know if we all agree that it should be the number one pick. Um, this is actually my uh, pick. Trial by Content did a, like, big movie bet of 2023. Um, and this was my pick for, like, what might wind up being the biggest movie. And we have a whole metric that we sussed out for that in terms of, like, critical rating, audience rating, box office, et cetera. I don't know. Box office might screw me and it might be a different franchise. But, um, but I. Th- th- the first movie was so good and such a like had such a long tail on it in terms of people discovering it. It became, you know, won the Oscar, it became so vaulted that a lot of people will name it as the best comic book movie ever into the Spider-Verse. And so this, you know, it could go in sequel, you know, there's a lot of places you could put it, but as you said animated is pretty thin on the ground and so um I felt like it really I really needed this year to shore up the spine of the draft and um I'm I'm just I, I, I think there's no way this isn't going to be extraordinary. It's going to be fantastic, so.
1: Yeah, it, it's a strong pick. I mean, it was eligible in, in four categories, right? But, but obviously you took what is uh, perhaps the weakest field. I <laughs> don't, don't want to <laughs> rain on any animation fans parade here, unlike Sean Fennessy, but yeah. Not I a matter of quality,
4: <laughs> just maybe volume, right? In terms of yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The number mm-hmm. of potential entries here. Okay, well, it- excellent pick, Joe. Sean, you're up,
0: yeah, this I'm so now I'm freaked out, right? So my whole strategy's out the window, and now I'm yeah. like, well animated. I have to figure out what I'm doing in this category because of what Joe just did. and so now i'm gonna just i'm gonna make a panic pick that i this is not certainly not in the top ten of the things I'm most excited about on any of my lists, but I am excited about this thing that I'm going to draft because now okay. I need to feel like I need to feel animated now you, there may be more animated films and TV shows that you both are excited about, Mal and Ben that but for for me this isn't that's not the case so I'm okay. taking x men ninety seven with my okay. uh, pick. uh that's great, that's a great um, pick. yeah, which is the show that was announced by Disney plus I don't remember, even remember how long ago this was announced, but the thing that I have been most looking forward to since the the this sort of like massive disney plus Fox merger explosion happened for a very specific reason which is that I am a child of the 90s. X-Men the animated series was one of my very favorite things. I did not know that um, you could translate comic book storytelling so elegantly in a Saturday morning cartoon and uh, I love that show greatly. The fact that it's being revived in this way that I think will be simultaneously kind of kitschy and knowing but also very faithful to the original tone and text. Uh, is is exciting to me, and of course the you know X the the Wolverine pawing at the photo of uh, Jean Grey meme is one of the great memes of our time. <laughs> yeah, and, um, a classic. I'm I'm hopeful that there'll be some some mindfulness about that for this series. So I'm taking X Men '97. I assume it's coming out this year. I believe it's undated though. Yeah, I think we can allow it.
3: It was it was announced way back in November 2021. Um, so you know they have to make it eventually. <laughs> this is my feeling on that. Um, Sean. When you were a child in the 90s watching the original X-Men animated series, did you have a favorite of the animated X-Men?
2: Well,
0: you know, what 11-year-old boy who has not yet hit his growth Mm spurt has not yet... Uh, has not identified with Wolverine. You know, I, I think oh, Wolverine not is...
3: where I thought you were going to go. Okay. <laughs> uh, you think I
0: was going to go with Professor X. <laughs>
3: I thought you were going to be like, Rogue was the, you know, yeah. object of my desire well, or something like that.
0: That's not... That that was more like 13, 14. Mm. You know, that, that's... Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love them all. I mean, you know, the, the, one of the things about that, that show is that it is so celebrated for being really the only thing that has kind of gotten Storm right as a character. You know, like Storm has been done so dirty by those movies and is such an important character in the X-Men story. Um, But I, you know, in general, uh, I love all the X-Men and I can't wait until they're integrated into all of my favorite intellectual property at the movies.
3: (laughs) I'll see you at the intellectual property of <laughs> <at> the movie.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excited to I see if
1: we're going to get just a run on animation now. <laughs> is everyone going to get their animation pick out of the way? Just well, we're that, all that's afraid. That's what
4: I was going to say is like, I think that X-Men 97 is a great, pick for anybody's team. I don't know if it needed to be taken in the first First round. round. That surprises me. I think after Across the Spider-Verse went off the board, I assumed we would be waiting a a minute or two to circle back to animation, but that's okay. Sean, you went with your heart. You went with nostalgia. He said it was a panic
0: pick. I have very little behind it, honestly. That's why. My (laughs) list is pretty short in that category. Mm
4: -hmm. Okay. Well, here's what has happened as a result of that. I... (laughs) (laughs) Sitting here at number three, find myself yeah. in a situation I did not believe or frankly dare to dream would okay. be possible. <laughs> now, I do think that there are two, maybe even three really valid picks at this spot. But to get back to Ben's earlier question, are you drafting from the heart? Are you drafting to anticipate what the masses might want? There's one thing that does both, baby. <laughs> Do-do-do-do. do 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 March 1st, 2023, global holiday, House of R, Ringerverse holiday, The Mandalorian Season 3. This was number two overall on my draft board after Spider-Verse. I can't believe I get it at three. My sweet baby Grogu, back in my life, back in our hearts, Bo-Katan, live-action Mandalore, Dark saber lore, Din's quest. I mean, we are in the land now largely absent of monoculture, but Mando is one of the last things left that we all truly share. The Din Grogu takeover of the Book of Boba Fett reminded us of their force, of their power, of their love. It is a bond that not even Luke Skywalker could contain when you boot up that trailer and you hear Din say, all right, kid, hang on, and then we get the classic subtitling of Grogu Koos, and we get to hear, Wee! that's me. I'm going to show you all a Hanukkah gift I received. <laughs> 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 I, here, here's my Mandalorian helmet that if I could figure out how to make it work with my headphones, I would be wearing for every future podcast. I can't believe I got to pick Mando at number three overall. I don't know what any of you could possibly say. I hope you could also see Grogu sitting behind me on my shelf.
2: I can't
3: believe that we got through that whole X-Men 97 conversation without anyone like breaking out the very famous X-Men animated theme song <laughs> But we did get Mallory do, 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 warbling do. the Mando flute, do, 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 the, do. the pan pipes. Love it. I've always been musically inclined, as you know, Joe. I do know. You're a prodigy. It's true.
1: <laughs> I wasn't even sure at partway into that monologue which Star Wars series you were drafting because everything you said at yeah, the beginning indeed. of that speech could apply to multiple Star Wars series. I should clarify it by series. the way that I'm, I'm
4: picking it in TV show.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a strong pick, and it, it dropped, I think, the upset of this draft, really, yeah. is that X-Men 97 went before Mando. <laughs> we have not finished
0: the draft yet, <laughs> Okay.
1: Nope. You can make it up. You still remarkable, have some picks left. i not call the upset so yet.
0: <laughs> the thing is, is you guys have entered, you've invited me into your tent. and We welcome you. I, I, I don't care about winning. I need to be true to my heart. Mm-hmm. And so let's make, let's make a mess. Simply not Deeply true. And untrue. all of us know it. <laughs> and you're fucking let's lying make a to mess. us. And
4: worse, you're lying to yourself.
0: Come on, Ben, make a mess with me. Let's do some crazy stuff. <laughs> I might, I might bend some rules and some I'm, definitions.
4: I'm so little really later. excited to see on the turn here, Ben, because you get mm. two picks. So I genuinely don't know what I might have the opportunity to select next. <laughs> this is a exciting but anxiety inducing moment. What are you yeah. going with?
1: I'm going to stay in TV, which is a deep category, obviously, although a lot of potential TV picks are also eligible in sequel, Mm -hmm. let alone wildcard, of course. And I'm going to go with something that we will be talking about over the next several weeks and we are currently hyped about, which is The Last of Us, which I think that's got to go off the board early here. It is not a sequel, (laughs) the rare non-sequel that we're all extremely hyped about. I've been writing about video game adaptations, including this one specifically, for much of my life. Sean, we did a podcast about the not-so-strong track record. And I think it means a lot that we are finally fully on the board. And I don't say that to discount Arcane or any of the other excellent animation adaptations, but this is going to be big in a way that I think no previous adaptation of a video game has in a mainstream culture, Sunday night prestige TV, HBO slot sort of way. And I Hope think if so. we were measuring hype kind of adjusted for calendar, I think this would be big too, just because there's, there's a lot of oxygen in the room right now. Nothing else is stealing the hype away from The Last of Us. So between now and Ant-Man and Mando, The Last of Us has the spotlight to itself. Also, I've already seen a good deal of it, so I know it's really good, which I guess you could say might make me a little less hyped because I'm not anticipating it, but I've only seen the first four episodes, so I'm still hyped for the rest, and I have a certainty that I'm giving my pick to something solid here. There's nothing prospective. Is this going to be good? Are they going to stick the landing? It's good. It's good. The reviews are out. My own review is out. I can have total confidence in The Last of Us being great and dominating the cultural conversation for the next several weeks.
3: I'm very curious to see like how this breaks into the larger culture and if it does. You know what I mean? Like it's because it is like it is a zombie show. You know what I mean? And and like obviously HBO has had success with, with genre on Sunday night with, you know, a little franchise called Game of Thrones. But like... I'm but like and obviously the walking dead was one of the biggest shows that ever existed. I'm I am just very very curious having only seen the first episode. I'm very very curious how far this is going to break. Um but ben, ben makes a great point that there's not a lot clamoring for people's attention otherwise, but um yeah, and it's Very
1: technically a zombie show, but it's really a relationship show. It's a Pedro Pascal and <laughs> Bella Ramsey show. There
3: isn't isn't everything yeah. really a relationship show? You would hope. <laughs> exactly right, Joanna. That's yes. exactly right.
0: I, how far do you think it will break? I'm. I'm I mean, I'm. I'm quite curious about that I think as it's well. It's going to
3: be huge. I. Don't, yeah. I don't know. Like I probably. Um. I. I. I have questions after the first episode, but again, I haven't watched. Beyond episode one, but a lot of non-genre friendly people that I know who are TV critics said that episode three was like a stunner and really yes. like turned them Co-signed. around on how they how they felt about the season. So, like, I I don't know if it will launch as big as it's going to get once episode three hits and a bunch of people say, like, no, this is sort of similar to Wandavision, where people watch Wandavision, and they're like, No, wait, come. Come here. There's something else going on here. You know what I mean? So. Right.
1: Yeah. And it has a pretty sizable built-in fan base of people who love the franchise already. And I think we'll embrace it in a way that fans of previous video game adaptations have not always because they haven't been happy with the results. But because the video game creators are just so intricately involved in this and because it's a pretty faithful adaptation, I think it will be welcomed and embraced and seen as something of a a trailblazer. So, yeah. Last of Us. Love it. All All right. right. I have another pick to make.
4: I'm, I'm, I'm nervous now. I really don't want you to take the thing I want to take.
1: <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about, but if I do, that's a, a deep category. I mean, I can pick anything with wild cards. So I'm going to potentially let you have it, and I'm going to go, go ahead. with Dune Part 2.
4: No, that's what I was <laughs> talking about. Oh, God damn okay. it,
1: Ben. Fuck, well, then I'm not the going to let you thing. have it. I'm going to take it myself. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, part two (sighs) off the board. I think that the movie category, and we're playing with 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 Mister CU at the movie. So I'm intimidated by that, just because I feel like he has such mastery of the subject matter that I'm out. Didn't stop him it, from
4: taking X Men '97 with his first no. overall pick instead <laughs> it, of Dune. The shock of the draft.
0: <laughs> I'm just but, already on tilt. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no Dune Part Two. No Across the Spider Verse. What am I even here?
4: So I can't believe you didn't take you are not taking Dune Part Two at two. Is I think we were all astounded.
0: I found well. it, but no one
4: wanted to say it because we all wanted to pick Dune. We all wanted it to then. Should of. I just leave? I've-
0: should I just go?
3: <laughs> Sean, you're dismissed.
0: <laughs> I wanted The Last of Us too, so I'm just effed. Like, this is brutal for me.
3: Sean, I would like to see you change the hierarchy of uh, the Ringiverse universe
0: as you go. I need to call James Gunn first.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just so check
1: in. Dude Part 2, because uh, Dude Part 1 was wonderful. And because uh, Villeneuve has said that part two is where the fun begins. Oh. Now, I, I thought the fun began already. So if this is going to bring the fun even higher, then that's exciting. The second part is definitely more cinematic, he said. Again, it was pretty sim- cinematic already. And yeah. I think it's just a, a fun part of the book to adapt. I mean, there are some challenges, but also a lot of the the world building and the ground laying has been done. And the exposition is out there. And now I feel like they can fully roll into it. And he's uh, familiar. We're all familiar with the landscape here. All the production complications, the the crew, everyone's on the same page. They're just at full cylinders, firing on full cylinders here. So I'm pretty excited. And I think this category was was slightly thinner for me than than maybe some of the others. So I'm very pleased to to get this. I mean, if it's, it was good enough that some people could not Comment on "Don't worry, darling," because they were just so busy filming Dune and on set. Then it's got to be pretty good. So that's I'm why excited. people
3: couldn't comment. On, Don't worry, that's
1: darling. The 100%, only that's the yeah. What I... other
3: possible reason could there be? They
1: were bringing us the best version of Dune <laughs> Part Two that they could. Unfortunately, going be, be the honest. case for me.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: I'm despondent right now. I really wanted... <laughs> I can't believe I, I was also, one away from picking Dune.
3: I also really wanted Dune.
4: <laughs> there was one slot in the draft that I didn't want, and it was the number two overall slot because I felt so sure Spider, Spider-Verse would go first, and I didn't want to have to make the, the Dune or Mando choice, and then I had to make it anyway at three, and I went with my heart and Mando, which was the right choice and the one I was excited about. And I still thought I'd get Dune, and then I didn't. And Ben, you're cruel. You're cruel. And I know the thing you thought I was going to do. Sorry to
1: snipe you. Yeah, I know. <sighs> That's still there.
4: I know, but I think I'm going to go in a different direction. There are a lot of good picks right here still. It's, it's, it's crowded at the top. We have some good choices. God damn it, Ben.
1: <laughs> Fuck. <sighs>
4: movie is just thinner than... Hmm. It is, right? Boy, I don't know that that's going to sway me into picking a movie, though. Oh, I'm really torn between two yeah. things. This is torment already. All right, I'm doing it again. I'm going heart. I'm going heart. I'm going heart. I'm going mind. I'm going glorious purpose. Grab your grapes and grab your nuts. I'm making my sequel pick, Loki Season 2. Yeah. Season 1 was one of my absolute favorite shows of 2021, one of the best installments of Phase 4 without question. Might be the MCU release I'm most anticipating in Phase 5. It's uh, a race with a, with, a, with a couple impending releases at the top there, but I think it is uh, the MCU Phase 5 impending story that I am most excited about. An essential television show and series, not only for the truly joyful time we get to spend with a character that we love who constantly evolves and surprises us and grows in new ways. We love an arc here at House of R. And Loki gives us an ever-evolving arc. This show is as essential as anything else to where we are in the MCU, to the multiverse saga that is increasingly unfolding in full in front of us. And I think maybe more essentially than that, It's one of the few things that we can count on being excellent in an inconsistent Marvel moment, which I think is really crucial because there's a lot of Marvel stuff coming, and this is top of the hype list and top of the quality list, I think. What role will Loki, Sylvie, Movius, Ravona? I gotta shout out Miss Minutes with Arjuna on the Zoom, what role will they play now that the sacred timeline has splintered and shattered? I don't know, and that's the fucking fun of it. I can't wait to find out this was such an inventive and emotionally rich and vibrant storytelling universe. So hyped to return to the TVA, Loki season two sequel. I feel
2: Strong good about pick. that one.
4: I'm excited that I got that. I didn't think I would be able to get Loki. I know, Mando I was like, am I, gonna,
3: am I gonna get Loki?
4: <laughs> I, I, okay. I, can't, I really can't believe it. The dude thing threw me, but guess what? <laughs> I recovered. I landed comfortably in the cradle of a drawer full of useless infinity stones. No one yeah. does hype Loki gave me. No one does hype better than Mallory hyping herself, hyping her yeah. own
2: thing. <laughs> yes, Listen, you if can... you
4: don't believe in your own draft, no one else will. <laughs> you
2: can, you That's can all
4: see I her, know in this her hype meter world.
1: just climbing slowly as she was delivering <laughs> that case for Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I got really excited. Oh, dude, my Dune pick took a sequel off the board, also, which is, yeah. I think, a pretty deep category. I mean, when is it yes. not sequels? Right, everything is a sequel. I would move that perhaps for a future draft, we should add a prequel category because we're at peak You're prequel now. You're all
4: in on prequels after despising them and campaigning publicly against face. them for years. Yes.
1: <laughs> I've done a total 180 on this. They've figured out prequels.
4: The question is, Speaking- has Sean figured out his draft? Yeah. Because he's up.
0: Well. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I think all the stuff that's actually going to be good is off the board now. So no, <laughs> wow. That's not
4: true. There's a lot of good stuff here.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, Sean, believe <laughs> in yourself and believe in content. A pessimist kind, kind of culture. mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'll say the things that I was. And that's not true. There, there are things that I'm, I'm looking forward to, but that I have questions about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to inspire myself a little bit here. Um, I am gonna take a movie. I don't know why I didn't take a movie in the first round. That was a shameful act, and I apologize. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna take Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do this for one reason well, I haven't given much thought to this movie I think I might have even mentioned on another podcast that the trailer came out and I didn't know and that was the first time that a, an MCU teaser or trailer came out and I just was not aware of it and I watched it like 10 days later and I think that that certainly speaks to sort of where I am with my engagement with the MCU but also I unabashedly love Guardians and Guardians Volume 2 I, I, I loved James Gunn is a filmmaker before he became this kind of like enfant terrible, absurd figure of internet <laughs> discourse, before he became, uh, you know, a, a power broker at DC. <laughs> I do think that him saying farewell to the MCU in a very kind of concrete way at this point means that he will throw a lot at this movie. Um, I think he is a very gifted filmmaker setting aside all the other stuff I just meant it, mentioned. And I think it's easy to forget that the first Guardians film, I think, is actually the movie that unlocked what the MCU could be. It is because not just in tone, but the way that it it showed us that it didn't just have to be Cap and Iron Man and the characters you know from the Golden Age of comics. So, I, I've always loved the tone of those movies. I I also love the collision of like massive science fiction influence that Gunn brings to the table, and I'm excited. So I'm excited about this movie, and um. I rewatched the trailer to prepare for this last night, and was was just amped. I was like, "Let's go! Let's do it! I, let's go back to me, and my friends, and, and Groot. You know, let's 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 get to get together." How did
3: the um, reluctant daddy inside of you feel about like Baby <laughs> Rocket Raccoon and in, in the in the trailer?
0: Uh, I want to nurture him. Okay. I want <laughs> to take care of him. I'm I'm all I'm all about nurturing now. That's as uh, yes, you can hear from right. other draft experiences I've had. Like I'm I know this I'm about a protector. You. Yeah. You no, know, I'm looking out for my teammates and my Gentle. family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, it's been six years between Guardians movies. It's just unbelievable. So the hype for for Volume Three is real. I think you picked this a little early. Okay. Slightly surprised by this being a second round pick and certainly shocked by you leading the explanation for the hype by saying you didn't know the trailer had come out and that it wasn't on your radar at all. That's weird. That's weird. Just, you should have just said Baby Rocket made me weep and I want to cradle him at my breast.
3: <laughs> I'm just genuinely thrilled that Mallory has picked one singular target and it's Sean and <laughs> the, the radar is
4: just like sort it. of like... I mean, it's <laughs> just... It's intentional and I know it.
0: <laughs> I mean, this... Ben will end up <sighs> annihilating her in this draft and she will have n- well, no realization about it because she's too worried worried about the big drafter who's on from the other yes. show that drafts don't worry I've about it. i
4: complimentary of Ben's picks. I like worry them. About your
0: ben is a fucking expert in this field that has been for decades. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Not shot. to yeah. mention Joanna for Christ's sake. Your Thank Co-host.
4: You. Thanks. Thanks. I'm, okay. I'm, no. I'm loving their picks so far.
0: Keep your
1: eye on the others. <laughs> My I one keep...
4: solitary pick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, you're, you're on the turn here.
3: You got double barrel action. But like, yeah. Okay. The I'm tempted to take something just to fuck with Mallory.
4: <laughs> it would hurt my mm. feelings, but I also, I think I would almost be more wounded if it wasn't selected soon,
3: if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> um. All right. For, uh, but it's not my heart. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, all I'm a, your heart. I'm not, it's not my heart. It's your heart. I'm gonna let you have that. Um. Okay, so... Uh, I'm going to push at the boundaries of the definition of the ringer first. Okay. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> wow. I do thought you? Sean would be the one I testing the definitions.
2: Yeah, I'm so excited I'm that you
3: think you know. I hope you're right. Then then I'll feel very connected to you. In the category of television show. Oh, okay. Twist. No. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I am picking Yellow Jacket season two. Ooh.
1: Um, I was going to ask about this. I was, yeah. yeah I'm throwing a flag here.
3: I'm okay. throwing a flag too. I think there's weird, spooky, mystical stuff going
4: on in Yellowstone. But it's Jacket because It because of horror, horror is there. and like preying upon our.
3: Do we not cover tendencies horror? to think? No, but like, is it is there a supernatural element? Actually, do you think, like, or is it just that people be. can't be trusted? There's like clairvoyance happening. Like, there's like and like. Prophecy, soothsaying, predictions about deaths and visions—it's Uh-huh. It's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you
4: want to take visions, you could take Star Wars visions <laughs> I in animation. Would that take would be Star allowed. World visions that would be allowed. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Shh. what make that make the key. so that's the case for why it fits in the genre. Do we just now? Do we all say whether we think it's appropriate and whether we're going to allow it?
3: Sounds I think good to me. Yeah, Sean's going to support Joanna. me. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's gonna support me. You guys okay. are gonna uh, be against me. So, which means... I, you know what?
4: Uh, I'm comfortable actually with it. I like the idea of opening up our our definition here a little bit. I think that fandom encompasses a it's it's a big tent. It's a big tent, and all are welcome <laughs> here at the Ringiverse. And uh, it's a great show. So why not? Plus, maybe it can help other people with their strategies later in the draft. Who can say?
1: Who, <laughs> right. Who could yeah. possibly say? <laughs> Banking some goodwill here for but future But you, Ben,
4: you threw a flag. So do you want to make I a mean, case against it?
1: I guess we were all weighing this, right? It all it came to our minds. I considered drafting it. I'll, I'll allow yeah. it. I'm, out, I'm outvoted anyway. But I, I wasn't going to take it probably, but I did consider it. It's, it's borderline, right? I mean, we all love this show, but I guess it's still kind of an open question about whether there actually is a supernatural element right. to it and, and whether that's required for it to be eligible here. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're they're flirting with that. There are some characters who believe that they have those powers or others believe that those characters have those powers. And that's one of the central questions of the show, right, is whether this is real or whether this is people who are abandoned and starving and becoming cannibals in the middle of the forest somewhere. Could go either way. But yeah, take it. It's a great show.
3: Thanks. I so appreciate yeah. that <laughs> magnanimous attitude. All right. Um, <laughs> next on my list, and even I'm taking, again, this is a, this is going to be a hard draft. I'm taking it even though I don't know that there's a lot of heavy competition for it. Um, But in the sequel, I guess is what I'm going to put it, category, I'm going to pick the Doctor Who anniversary uh, special that's coming later this year. Um,
0: I saw on Twitter that you were getting back into your Doctor Who bag. Oh my
3: (laughs) God. So excited. We have a whole curriculum plan for the Ringerverse around it. It's going to be a year of hype around Doctor Who. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So, for those who don't know, who haven't, like, weren't into Doctor Who, There there have been several eras marked by different showrunners on Doctor Who, and the era where I got into it um, started in like the mid-aughts, mid-late aughts, uh, run by a guy named Russell T. Davies, who's gone on to do a lot of other great television. Um, He left, other showrunners came, the show got not as good as far as I'm concerned, uh, but Russell T. Davies is coming back um, with a lot of friends from that era of Doctor Who. This is for the 60th anniversary of, of the show. And so David Tennant, ever heard of him, uh, <laughs> is coming back to briefly play the Doctor, the, the role that made him. And uh, I, I and my favorite companions are coming back. I could not be possibly more thrilled um, to watch this. And not only that, like, that, my hype around it is this idea that Mallory has... Willingly and enthusiastically, and perhaps also Van, we haven't nailed that down yet, like agreed to go on a Doctor Who rewatch journey with me over the year as we prep ourselves and our listeners with like, you know, because it could be daunting to try to catch up to Doctor Who if you've never watched it. There's literally 60 years of a show, so we're you know, we're trying to curate a rewatch that can get everyone up to speed to enjoy this anniversary special, but not spend every waking hour watching Doctor Who for the rest of the year. So, um, yeah, Doctor Who's 60th anniversary special. It's coming in November, right. I believe.
4: Fascinating tr- strategy. Two things you love, two things that many people love, two things that are really good. Also,
3: fair to say two things that Nobody
4: would've else would have taken Yeah, but I don't
3: I honestly don't have anything on my list that I want that like I'm yeah. scared okay. you guys are going to steal. So okay. this is sort of I Fair think I'm I think Miles Morales is holding up the like high center tent pole of my of my draft mm-hmm. and then everything else is just going to crowd in underneath that. So mm-hmm. that's right. I'm okay. All right.
0: All right. I support you, Joanna. Uh, for my next pick, I'm taking Ahsoka in TV series because fuck Mallory. That's <laughs> fuck why. Mallory Rubin. Um, All right. <laughs> I have literally never seen well, that's annoying. one second <laughs> of the series Star Wars Clone Wars, nor have I seen Star Wars Rebels. I did see Ahsoka's appearance as portrayed by Rosario Dawson and I thought it kicked ass. And I'm this huge Thrawn guy. I'm always thinking about what Thrawn's up to <laughs> and how he needs to be stopped. This is fun. And uh, I'm just <laughs> so excited to have a new another Dave Filoni show. You know, wow. he's he's tremendous, obviously. <laughs> Sean, so, uh, Sean huge for me.
1: Sean knew he lost this draft, and now he's just he's playing spoiler, is what's happening here. He Here's the thing, he I think win. Ben
4: Ben would have taken this next. And I don't think this would have made it to me.
0: You're I next mean, nice. I mean Ben, You're you can go nice. right under yeah. the truck too. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> right. I I I'm glad that this got selected. I am. Well, well, Genuinely. well. Genuinely. It isn't
3: the consequences of Mallory's own action. No.
4: I'm, I'm, I feel great about this. Uh, Ahsoka deserves to be recognized as a incredibly hyped 2023 release. I thought it was weird that it hadn't been taken to this point in the draft. And uh, look, I consider this a win because one of the things sure. that Ben and I chatted about in our... Bad Batch and 2023 Star Wars Look Ahead pod last week was like, will people who haven't seen literally hundreds of hours of animated Felonyverse verse programming be ready to welcome Ahsoka into their lives? Like, if you didn't see the mural and shout out loud, live action Rebels 2.0! The Search <laughs> for Ezra! Burgles! Then would you be excited for this? And Sean just proved that the answer is yes. Even yeah, if the reason know. is mm-hmm. nefarious and... Dare I say cruel? He still <laughs> proved that the answer is yes, and I want as many people to be excited about Ahsoka as possible. So,
0: what if I just in- didn't watch it? What if I was just like <laughs> I'm skipping this one?
4: I just mean, like if you, you want to deprive yourself of the wonder of this you're new just- experience. This was number five overall on my on my ranking. I'll just throw that out there. Wow. Into the
1: spite, but I have some, <laughs> some strategy.
3: So, <laughs> okay,
1: you're just you're taking a top prospect and just benching him out of spite. That's what's happening here.
0: I love it. Yeah. Can you give me? Can you give me a baseball comp here, Ben? Who, what, what would be the example here? <laughs> I mean, Ahsoka's a oh, focus of five. To why didn't you ask? Why question? didn't you ask me for the baseball is, comp,
3: Sean? <laughs> this,
1: this is the Mets drafting Kumar Rocker and oh, deciding not to offer him <laughs> a deal. <laughs>
0: it's a painful, painful comparison point. Uh, I wanted wow. to inflict a little pain on you because yeah. you just tried to do that to us. Oh,
4: my goodness. Okay. You drew blood. <laughs> I can't wait for you to learn more about Ahsoka, Sean. Great character.
0: I probably won't. I probably won't. I probably This is probably be the last time I say that word.
4: You're but, a piece you're- of garbage. <laughs> Much like Ahsoka once purified six brothers' bled kyber crystals into her signature bright white
3: blades, we need to purify your heart so that you're ready should- for the
4: goodness of Ahsoka.
3: I think we should call her... Our- Pals at Disney. We don't have any pals at Disney, but if we did, we should call them and say, Hey, can you put us a pull quote on the Ahsoka poster? I'm always thinking about Thrawn. Sean <laughs> I mean, I am always thinking about Thrawn. What is that
0: guy up to? What is he doing? What's he been doing? What's is he, he doing on Twitter? With that thing? Thrawn? Yeah. Where can question. I find him? Yeah.
4: Sean, you're a big chiss ascendancy guy. You always have been. You always have been. <laughs> I'm
0: saying so many words.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, it's my turn again. And despite Sean's mind games, despite his trolling, despite his frankly rude behavior, (laughs) I have the pleasure of making a selection right now that I'm thrilled about. So I'm fine. I'm doing great. I'm not only content, but I am delighted. I will be selecting my movie right now. I am selecting a movie that comes out in March of
3: 2023.
4: yeah, yeah, This is what I thought you were going to do, Joe. Yeah. I am selecting a movie that is undeniably, inarguably, a superhero story, super strength, super precision, super yeah. healing factor, a yeah. signature iconic <laughs> suit, a grand, sprawling, ever-expanding mythology, John Wick, Chapter 4. <laughs> I Another one this. I am astounded, astounded, Sean did not pick. <laughs> I support this. We actually Thank had you, this Joe.
3: debate with, I had this debate with Arjuna and the trial by contact guys just the other day. We were talking about, does John Wick fit under the ring reverse umbrella? And like... I think it does. I, th- I, 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 I think the case is the pretty clear. Case. I mean, the super Thanks, healing al- The, the Su- Super, super healing, <laughs> alone. healing is the number one thing on the list, honestly. You don't need anything <laughs> <And then they're laughs> beyond super healing. He's got the healing factor. <laughs> and then there's just like increasingly something supernatural <laughs> about the like assassin league or whatever. Everything happening called, you
4: know? with the Continental and the High Table has the yeah, the, the the whiff of the supernatural expanding mythology around us. We're getting we're getting a, 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 the the Continental spin-off series. It's all happening. You guys this are is...
0: lying to yourselves that this is <laughs> Verse material. Lying to yourselves. This is a noir Ugh. crime series. This Why can't an... it be both? Now it's, it's... just a, a podcast turf war here between hosts that's <laughs> You're happening the one about said you wanted who gets to, push to cover the this. The
4: boundaries <laughs> of what we could cover. The rest of us are doing Doing
0: that? Uh, I did, I did write down John Wick chapter four. Us. I thought it would have been very controversial to try to take well, this movie because there the is edge. literally no indication that there is supernatural power here. <laughs> no, none. There is how, no mythology around that aspect of things.
3: How is he still alive, exactly.
0: though? He's After like,
3: everything that has happened to John, I'd like he's to see like like you a regular crime person kill someone with hero. a hero.
0: He's like a Donald Westlake character. You just can't kill him. Okay. You just, Do You want to vote coming. on
4: it? We voted on Yellow Jackets. I think I have the the three to one vote here, though.
0: Well, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make hay. You you can you can take it, take ch- take chapter four. That's fine. Is it going to be good? Is it even going to be good? I have a question about that, and I don't have an answer.
4: <laughs> it'll be fun, and it'll be something that people are excited for. And this is a hype
0: draft. Damn it! One was really cool. Two was amazing. Three was solid. I liked three. Four, four, a fourth film in a series is, a, is is always a tough... It's a tough one.
4: hmm Yeah. Well,
3: uh, technically the, after Ghost, the holiday Ghost special, Protocol Guardians makes yeah. a difference. Guardians Volume 3, technically back. 4. Was. Mm-hmm.
0: That was a good... The best fourth films in a series, that's a good ringer, versus Pod.
3: <laughs> or a big pickpot. Maybe a team-up. I think mm. after this,
4: they have to be the same podcast. Yeah, we no longer have standalone feeds. I'll talk about pop
3: culture in one Proud place. Proud to announce we have
0: combined forces officially. <laughs> you can find all of our shows all on Cyberdust. Yeah. You know. Great.
4: All right. Big term coming here.
2: Gosh. Okay.
1: All right. A couple of clarifying questions here. Is Cocaine Bear an animated movie?
0: (laughs) It does have kind of a Marcel the Shell with shoes on thing going, right? Where that bear is, you know, that's not a a practical bear. No, not at all.
3: I love an impractical bear, as you know.
0: (laughs) Second question,
1: is Cocaine Bear a fantasy movie? Does that count as rigor verse content? Why oh, are you taking cocaine
3: bear when <laughs> Winnie the Pooh blood and honey is on the table? That's my question. Good
1: question. Is cocaine That's bear nice. not a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> this well. is uh, why I let Yellow Jackets slide just in case I wanted to to bank a little goodwill in case I wanted to push this case, but I won't.
4: There's cocaine and Yellow Jackets too, so kind of all <laughs> <Yes>. tracks.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I have a hidden advantage in this draft. I have an ace up my sleeve, which is that there is an entire ecosystem of culture.
4: Mm. I knew you were going to do this. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that the rest of you are uh, not, not quite as plugged into, not mm-hmm. quite as hyped about, perhaps. And that would be video games. Okay. In, in present company, I didn't have to worry about my most hyped video games getting vultured here. This is now, if,
4: rude. I would just like you to know that I have multiple video games on my list, but carry on.
1: <laughs> if Steve were drafting, then I might have had to to spring for some of these earlier, but I've just been hanging back, just watching these other picks go off the board, knowing that I had the cream of the crop just waiting for me, just falling down the board indefinitely, waiting for whenever my pick rolled around. So I have, I have the equivalent of... Number one picks just hanging out here, waiting to be selected. Now, I did consider trying to in the sequel category steal Severance season two, but I don't think the the release date is, is yeah. solid enough. I think to we get would have had that. to challenge
4: the the 2023 yeah. there.
1: I don't think we'll see that this year. Right, I figured. So instead, I'm going to go with Marvel Spider Man two as my sequel pick. Could have gone either way. Could have gone with Jedi Survivor here. Strongly considered that. Would have been more on brand for me, maybe. But I'm even more confident that Marvel Spider-Man 2 will be fantastic. I got to get some Marvel on my board somewhere. This is another case of a big release that's going to have a part of the calendar somewhat to itself. It used to be that the holiday season was when the big games came out. Now it turns out all the big games get delayed and thus they come out early in the year instead. (laughs) Mm. However, Marvel Spider-Man 2 has a solid release date, is slated for the holiday season, seems fairly reliable, and just is hugely hyped because it's the sequel to arguably the best superhero game of all time. There are some other games that you could make strong cases for, but I think the the caliber of the, the talent here, the track record, having Miles, having Peter Parker... Having the sequel to an incredible game, I know that that Mint Edition would back me up on this one. That Steve is not looking at him, but he's probably silently nodding along. I'm thinking behind the boards. So, Marvel Spider-Man Two for me—that's my sequel pick. Now I have a second pick here, and I guess I'll go with my animated choice. Now I I considered I, I don't want to be a Bad sport here, but I did consider drafting a video game in this category too. Because you did not specify anything. You said animated. You didn't specify animated movie, animated Pick show, video, video games or game animated.
3: Pick I a second video game. Mallory's just saying that so that she can make sure (laughs) she gets her. What are you having to do? What (laughs) kind
1: of reach chart do you? (laughs) I'm worried about what your next pick is going to be. But
0: you seem Uh, really calm and normal right now, Mal. (laughs) Anybody listening to this is going to be like, she is so chill. What a great hang. uh, Pick a game, Ben. Just pick a game. My face is like the exact same color
4: as the little red (laughs) recording dot on the Zoom screen. It's like
3: identical. (laughs) real identical <laughs> cocaine bear energy from coming from Mallory right now.
1: <laughs> I, will, I will stay in the spirit of the draft here and, and color inside the lines. And I will take an animated movie, but I will not take the Super Mario Brothers movie, although I am hyped for that. I will take How Do You Live? which is, I believe, the final film by Hayao Miyazaki for Studio Ghibli. It's coming out this year. And... The man doesn't miss. He has never missed. Every movie he's made has been good. I have no reason to believe that that won't be the case for his final one. Now, he has come out of retirement multiple times in the past, so it's possible that this will not, in fact, be his final film, but he's 82 years old and it's taken him several years to make this one. I believe this... Counts right? This is a we don't know all the details, but it's a, a big, fantastical film is how it's been described. so I'm going to say that it firmly fits into the the ringerverse rubric here. and just even the the description of this movie has uh, has made me come close to tears, which is that his his longtime producing partner and co-founder of the studio said that he came out of retirement to work on this film as a way of saying. For his grandson, Grandpa is moving on to the next world soon, but he is leaving behind this film. This is his final statement for his grandson. So as someone who is is nurturing left and right, Sean, you should appreciate that sentiment, I think. <laughs> and I can't come up with someone, a creator, with a, a more unimpeachable track record than Miyazaki. And this is the last time, right? I could have, uh, there will be another Mario movie if the Mario movie is good. There will always be more Star Wars and more Marvel, but there will maybe not be more Miyazaki.
0: I'm actually participating in this podcast, so I have something to leave to my daughter, actually, just to tell her <laughs> about the next life and after Joe murdered me by taking Spider Verse. She
3: she'll be embarrassed by this performance
1: if she ever
0: listens to it.
3: <laughs> no, I like that you're a vengeful, vengeful ghost. The Ahsoka move is real, real haunting. Um, Mallory, challenge for you. Mm-hmm. If you're about to pick Super Mario Brothers, I assure I'm you, I'm mean not. To- <laughs> oh, okay, that's a, not a concern.
4: Great, <laughs> Never mind. I assure
3: you that I am not.
0: Can we just? A, I, I a great pick, Ben. Yeah, Good really. Lovely. Pick. That was beautiful pick. and beautifully I'm, stated, I'm, Ben. I'm I'm, I'm in the middle of Miyazaki's memoir right now, the first of his two memoirs, and uh, mm. it is uh, quite moving. He has yeah. quite an acid pen. You know, <laughs> and, like I really Ooh. relate to his like he has like a, such a beautiful and pure vision of the world, but also like a real acidic tone. His yeah. writing, which is—if you've you. ever seen him in interviews—I mean, I really—I yeah. relate to him. I, I mean, his movies are fantastic.
3: I did. I gave a wistful sigh when you picked that, Ben. I was just sort oh, of like, "Oh, thank you." What a great pick. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I am
4: about to make my fourth selection of the draft. That means we are in the fourth round of the draft, and yet. For reasons that I will never be able to explain. This is still here. It's still (laughs) available. And I now get to select it as my wild card. Folks, our time this year with Jacob Dutton has just been a (laughs) warm-up. Those days have come and gone. Perhaps. Perhaps not. June 30th.
2: Indiana
4: Jones and the Dial of Destiny. i Ever
2: damn it.
4: heard of it. I'm, I'm <laughs> stunned that <laughs> no one took this. I don't understand. Grab I didn't your think hats. anyone.
3: I didn't think anyone would want it, and so I was saving oh, it. It That's was on okay. my
1: board. Yeah,
4: I, I thought every single one of you would take this before this point <laughs> in the draft. I'm floored, but it's time to prepare together for another magical adventure where scholarship meets the supernatural and one of the most immersive and gripping mythologies of our, uh, let's just say it, movie-going lives (laughs) opens anew and we get to live inside of it one more time. When Harrison Ford came on to the stage at Star Wars Celebration, to reveal at that point what was just a photo, when he introduced John Williams and John Williams conducted the Indie score, I thought that the very air had split, that the fabric of our universe had rent in half. Such was the hype.
1: The Such arc of was the covenant had the opened. passion
4: in the room. <laughs> exactly. I'm hyped about James Mangold directing this. I am so excited for Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Boyd-Holbrook, two of my great loves, to enter the indie-verse. I just frankly can't believe that we're this fortunate. Literally, my only oh boy, this is a risk, but hey, it's an indie movie, we'll allow it. Note is, are we sure de-aging the most handsome person who's ever lived digitally is a good idea? But other than that, I have no notes. I, like indie in the trailer, have come to believe that it's not so much what you believe, my friends, it is how hard you believe it. And I believe that this movie is going to fucking roll and I proudly select it as my wild card. Thank you.
3: Uh, Sean, <laughs> Sh- on a scale of one to ten, where would you put... Uh, the last installment in the Indiana Jones uh, franchise.
0: Doesn't matter. Does it's it not? Hot, it's a hot one.
4: <laughs> Did I say anything positive about that movie? No. I think that's part of the hype is everybody's excited mm-hmm. to rediscover the possibility and the magic, right? And the shared passion. How we do you feel it.
3: about the complete erasure of the... Seminal cinematic character, Mutt, as played by Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> has just been sort of like blown out of the universe, snuffed out here's all like I so need. many candles. When
4: I said the pick, every one of you went, damn it, or had a little sharp intake of breath. I just thought it a was frown safe. on Zoom.
3: <laughs> I thought it was safe. Was I thought it? everyone I thought everyone remembered Crystal Skull clearly enough that this would be like a low on the list, you know, pick, you know? Guys, was this trailer
0: good? I'm not so sure it was.
3: Doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter. It does,
0: because that's showing us what the film might be. I mean, there's a, there's something <laughs> you happening the movie, right you now. Said you
4: didn't know the trailer came out for. Well,
0: <laughs> now I was, trailers I was, are I was the matter? excited for Indiana Jones and then I watched it and I was like, this is a lot of CGI for a, a series that should not be dependent on CGI. And uh, uh, you know. I'm a big fan of James Mangold. Mm-hmm. And so I'm yeah. hopeful for it. But I don't know if you guys read We're in Matthew Bellamy's newsletter recently that the the excitement for this is surprising Disney by how low it is in terms of how it's tracking, <laughs> in terms of how the the like the trailer is not very well viewed relative to other properties. That's just
4: because everyone's focused on my first round pick, Mando. Once once people move forward through the calendar main, year, do their rewatches.
3: They're not the same audience. I don't know. The hype will I, kick in. I think I mean I don't want to like give more credence to Mallory's pick because that's not the game here. But I will say that like <laughs> um, I, I think there was a similar thing around Logan where we had seen a couple Wolverine outings and we were like, eh, do I really want to want you know like people mm-hmm. are excited for Old Man Logan who knows what that means who know what that means and X twenty three but like are you know are we really excited to see this and then Logan came out and was like holy shit. Uh, and there was a DHT document in Logan, um, plays, plays a big part yeah. of Logan, but, um, Mangold is the reason why, I mean, people yeah. on the bridge, Boyd Holbrook, who, by the way, threw some, uh, blew some cigarette smoke in my face last night. Best, best <laughs> moment of my life.
2: Wow. Um, what
3: my <laughs> We did literally every what is side? <laughs> Stay on did Zoom
4: happen. after we finish wrapping. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: but, uh. Was it like a, there you are? And like he was mad, and so he blew it in your face, or no, he was just a bystander. Or? Uh, he
3: was just smoking in proximity to saying, me in a, in a in a. He was like, you, I hear you're about talking. to draft
4: Jacket season two before indie. I'm gonna blow some smoke in your face, make you think about what you've done.
1: <laughs> you would welcome that secondhand smoke. Just breathe, breathe in the carcinogens <laughs> I, I, I did,
3: I did uh, with gratitude.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was considering it. I was concerned. Yeah. When when Indy, Indy said he he doesn't believe in magic in the trailer as someone, but what did he was, say right after? Yeah, he did kind of caveat that a yeah. little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, he's witnessed a lot of magic up close. Yeah. I, I would Dall, say you
4: opening your eyes and your heart and your mind to the possibilities all around you. Isn't this one of the reasons that we enjoy stories? Also, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You could have snuck it into animated for the de aged Harrison Ford. I would have let you get away with that. What about uh, what? How did you describe the the Indiana Jones mythos a moment ago? Did you you phrased it as uh, one of the defining <laughs> mythologies of, of our I, age? I said immersive, <laughs>
4: immersive and gripping. I believe. I don't think I said defining, mm, but perhaps okay. I said defining. And if I had, I'd stand <laughs> by it proudly. Yeah.
2: What is the
0: mythology? <laughs> it's a serialized adventure story. It's, there's no mythology uh, He got aliens.
3: his. Ha- we know how Crystal we got his skulls. hat. Yeah. We yeah. know he how we got his scar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scar origin story. I feel like that's a uh, you know mythological in itself. We know various phobias, you know. His, Why does his, it always uh, have to be
0: snakes? <laughs> I do love Indiana Jones. He's great. Of course you do.
3: Don't pretend. What a great you guy. You're you're better than that. <laughs> no, Dad, you never <laughs> would have made it. There were rats, you
0: know. Uh,
4: okay, Sean, you're on my turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is.
1: Close out this tour de Force performance. Squeakle. How dare you? Or <laughs> How dare you, Benjamin Lindbergh. Shots by uh, bus, by the way. Should...
2: <laughs> Watch <laughs> Mallory's <my> words
0: Mallory's <sighs> mine. I don't think that uh... that we need to worry about it. Let's yeah. just keep fucking flying through the air fearlessly. I'm picking <laughs> Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom for my sequel. <laughs> Okay, this, this, Here's now the this thing. energy I love. Honestly. I did. First of great. all, loved the first <laughs> yeah. Aquaman movie, the only DC movie that really understood what DC should be trying to accomplish, which uh-huh. is saying these stories are ridiculous. Let's have a little bit of fun. That movie is so <laughs> fun. Secondarily, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is directed by James Wan, who is a great director and is a very good spectacle filmmaker. I'm very excited about this movie. I I expect to have the same relationship to it that I have to many of James Wan's movies, which is that I do not have to spend four hours on a podcast talking about it. All I need to do is watch it, have a gigantic cup of Sprite, and then go home and think about something else. That can be a great night at the movies for me. So I'm excited (laughs) about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom.
3: Are you a sprite guy at the movies? <laughs> yeah, sprite we is all so have some, good. some questions, I think, about the <laughs> sprite.
0: I mean, 7 Up as well. I love a lemon lime soda. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> burst, of, uh, burst of citrus. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. about a Sierra, Sierra Mist?
1: Sierra Mist was just discontinued, discontinued I believe. <gasps> yeah. What? yeah. Was it? yeah.
4: <laughs> Literally, like this, I think this week. Yeah. Late breaking news. Breaking news.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> wow, the hierarchy
3: of soda so companies is about to change.
1: <laughs> I think the fact that it didn't change is why they are retiring Sierra Mist. But, but if you want to stockpile, hoard your, your mist.
3: Wow, I know. Get
1: I on know. that fast. Wow.
4: So I just want to recap. Sean's explanation for why Aquaman is a good pick here is that Sean, the host of the Big Picture <laughs> Movie Podcast, does not have to think about yes. or talk about the movie
1: it Aquaman not after discussion. No, no, Just want to, to
3: make sure that we're, I, we're tracking this. I co-sign this. Sometimes you just, like, you know, those of us who watch things for a living and read things for a living, et cetera, sometimes you want to get really into, I don't know, Harry Potter fanfic because you don't want to, like, have to think about what you're looking at. You know what I mean? So, um, I get it. Also, Aquaman rule. Like, like the first Aquaman movie rules. It was like so fun. This is the first Aquaman you know, movie. Sean, do yeah. you this, read a lot of Aquaman fanfic? <laughs> I write a lot. Yeah, I write <laughs> yeah. a lot of it. No, I've read it. It's pretty spicy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is, this is the last ride for Aquaman too, right? It, this is, that's what this they're is saying. the end of the line. So you're just, you're drafting like all of the, the things that James Gunn is ending in his this draft. Killing,
3: murdering yeah. all of his darlings.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, he, he may, there's some speculation he may be ending Matt Reeves' Batman universe. Is that also mm-hmm. possible? No. Mm.
3: Uh, I'll be, I'll have a lot of, I mean, what 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 I would, what I would see easily happening is that we're not going to get all those like 90 TV shows that they said they were going to do. Yeah, where's my like Penguin universe?
0: TV show for Christ's <laughs> sake? Colin Farrell where's... going directly from winning Best Actor at the Academy Awards to an eight episode <laughs> Penguin series is the best thing that could ever happen.
3: Sean, are you personally very excited for me that Colin Farrell might win Best Actor at the Oscars? I, no,
0: I'm not only that, but I'm proud of you that you stood on Colin Farrell Island for decades and Thank your again. time is coming.
3: Thank you. All right, is it my turn? This is tough because I did not intend to make this really franchise heavy, and yet here we are at the end of the line, you, and I'm like, have oh have to no. do it, right? I mean, it's yeah, there. Yeah, I know. So, um, and actually, I'm kind of surprised this is still here. But in, and uh, you know, I was saving movie for <laughs> Dial of Destiny, of all things. But <laughs> since that's off the board, I will say, um, I understand why people might be nervous about the state of the MCU right now coming off the year that we had. I can understand how the Ant-Man franchise has not been like the most exciting franchise that has existed in the MCU. However, I just have one word to say, which is Kang. Like the latest trailer of Quantumania that came out that was so Kang-heavy, that was just Jonathan Major's Jonathan Major Zing all around the shop uh, was some of the most exhilarating, uh, you know, time I've spent at the YouTubes Uh, recently. I'm so thrilled by that trailer. Um, Mallory has Loki Loki season two on her draft, but I think this, you know, this this era of Kang that we are about to fully dive into, um, I am nervous but excited about quantum mania and then in addition to all the Kang Kanginess, which is great the way in which they've centered this on the opposite of reluctant daddy eager daddy paul rudd (laughs) scott lang and centering this on his relationship with his daughter um you know has made me very excited much more excited for quantum mania than i was like three weeks ago so quantum mania is here on my movie slot any questions, comments, or concerns from the peanut gallery?
0: <laughs> I, I'm. What does it mean that it lasted this long?
3: Yeah, yeah. Fair. I help. thought
0: about taking it in my guardian spot. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I did a anticipated movies of twenty three pod, and I put this on my list in part because I love Peyton Reed's movies, um, and I like what he did on the Mandalorian quite a bit as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, and and yeah, after the after all the Kang, that it look it looks good, right?
3: I'm great excited. we all agree yeah. i made a great point a pick good job joanna all right um <laughs> and then the last <laughs> on my list this is tough because like well you can go anywhere at the how end wild do i go with my wild car yeah. i mean my draft is already kind of a little fucked so <laughs> um i think there are safe choices but we've 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 left the realm of safety i think now um
4: You, you should strange. take the Zelda game so that Ben can't. <laughs> Too
3: <Don't you> dare.
2: <laughs> Just fuck, fuck Ben here at the end, Joe. Do I'm it. gonna
3: pick an. I'm gonna pick something that no one wants, <laughs> and in fact, Arjuna has repeatedly told me is gonna be bad. But I'm okay. sticking by my guns and going with Dungeons and Dragons Honor no, Among Thieves no.
2: you can only be
3: you and <laughs> you're a maniac
2: you're
3: you're, you're the truest you can be I mean this. I'm hoping this pays off the way my long standing oh my Col- Colin Farrell has paid off Um, and say that um Jonathan Goldstein John Francis <laughs> Daly who are the you know, the team behind Dungeons and Dragons I've already talked about this many times Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Colon Honor Among Thieves made one of my favorite movies of the last decade Game Night it's an extraordinary film Uh, the pitch of the sense of humor is just like exactly for me Um, and I love fantasy I love Dungeons and Dragons this cast is amazing Chris Pine Hugh Grant Michelle Rodriguez Sophia Lillis like it's it's going to be extraordinary and then like we've talked about this but the press tour alone is going to be worth the price of admission for Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves because already Hugh Grant is just sort of like where am I why am I here? (laughs) What is a dungeon and or a dragon? I don't understand. And it's just been extraordinary. So, I think I really, really hope and think and I'm hyped for the possibility that this is going to take us all by surprise. Um, Except for those of us who are huge Game Night fans and we will be like, see, we told you, don't underestimate the Johns. Um, So, yeah, there you go. Dungeons and Dragons on among these. Astonishing stuff.
4: (laughs) Astonishing (laughs) stuff from Joe.
0: (laughs) I don't even know what to
2: say. <laughs> what it's is good though? What is on my movie list? <laughs>
3: Thirteen on sh- my movie list. And
4: obviously lower than that on my wild card list.
0: Sean, <laughs> sh- will,
3: will you buy me a sprite if this movie
0: is good? <laughs> well, I, I like The Johns too, and I love Game Night. And I, I held the opinion that you were just promoting all the way up until I saw the trailer. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, they did no. not. This didn't, this didn't turn out the way that I had hoped it would. Now, I could be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. I love when a movie is good and not bad. So it'd be great if it's good.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's a, it's a high ceiling, low floor pick. You're going with with variants at this point in the draft. I think, you know, take the ceiling with your final pick. That makes sense. And I think also to concentrate your picks in the near term, in the release calendar, while people are hyped right now, mm. right? If we're picking stuff that's that's coming a lot later in the year, people haven't ramped up their hype meters yet. So if you're going for the popular vote, I think we should have two votes, frankly. I think we should have a vote right now where people assess the, the hype in the moment. And then we have a retrospective end of year vote to see whose hype meter was actually accurate in advance.
3: We could have a later vote, but I think it would actually just, well. No one's going to do that. We're going to have yelled at each other on Zoom (laughs) about 500 other things by then. (laughs) But, like, maybe if we do this again next year, we definitely should revisit this draft and be like, oh, no, Joanna, Dungeons & Dragons. That's embarrassing. Because, like, on my hype meter, like, at the end of last year, I definitely had Willow, oh, dear, uh, on there. You're going to (laughs) open next
4: year's hype draft. Looking back at your list, and you're gonna open with an apology to us your fellow drafters and to all of our listeners that you didn't take Kraven the Hunter when you could have right here. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: It is no. it is reportedly we'll testing well. Our, <laughs> That's true.
3: <laughs>
4: t-
1: tipping our caps to Sean for snagging X-Men 97 as early as he did, show of the year.
0: And Aquaman.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I really want to take Craven the Hunter here. Now you I'm should. not going Do to I, I'm not going to, but JC Chandor is directing Craven the Hunter. I mean, JC really Chandor margin call perhaps you've heard of it i have have you heard of triple frontier <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that other incredible crime drama whose name escapes me starring oscar isaac a most violent year a oh most violent God. year yeah yeah quality film um all is lost robert redford stuck on a boat by himself also a jc chandor movie i'm not even lo- i'm just remembering these films because they mean so much to me you name
4: old movies or are you going to make a pick
0: Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? That's a film? <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm not taking that. Uh, uh, although I am, I'm quite curious about that. And I look forward to seeing the first on-set production photo. Because Craven is a very strange character. Yeah. And Aaron Taylor-Johnson doing a Russian accent as a hunter in the middle of New York City seems like a bit of a stretch.
4: What could go but, wrong? N- but, you know, I bet you never be saw that coming.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to take Secret Invasion, which is the yeah. Um, yeah. the show that I'm most looking forward to from the the broader MCU. I have been very out on the MCU shows. Loki is probably the only show that I've truly connected with. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. This is a great series. More praise for
4: Loki. But, you heard
3: it here.
0: I mean, <laughs> we'll see about season two. I'm talking about season one. Uh, uh, this is a Brian Michael Bendis series uh, from 08, but it's, you know, incorporates a lot of the long history of um, the Skrull invasion. And it has an insane cast. I don't know if you guys realize who's in this show. Yeah. Um, well, For yeah. starters, it's Fucking created Olivia by Olivia Colman is in this show. <laughs> yes. Olivia <laughs> Coleman is in Secret Invasion. I don't think people know that. Um, <laughs> Amelia so Clark. It's, it's obviously Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, two of my faves. Uh, and Colby Smulders is returning. Kingsley Benedier. I love incredibly him. Incredibly exciting young actor. Yes. Amelia Clark is yeah. in this show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Colman and Martin Freeman and Don Cheadle. Those are the stars. Those it, yes. those
4: are the stars of this show. We are mm-hmm. all aware. However, the fact that you think people aren't aware might indicate that the hype for Secret Invasion
0: is not as high as you think. So, okay, you've you raised an interesting question. Are we drafting against hype or are we drafting against quality?
4: Yeah, it's a good question to
0: ask after you've drafted your entire
1: team. <laughs>
4: Look, if, I think if, it's weird. Secret <laughs> Invasion fell this far. That's I'm. I do too. It was yeah.
1: higher on my board. Yeah. It, 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 if too. the quality
0: is there, the hype will come. It should be really. Eventually. Fun.
4: Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for Secret Invasion.
0: Do we know is this like coming later in the in the stretch of Guess shows what? this year? We right. have That's no the idea. The semi concerning thing to. is yeah, that we still don't to. know what it's Here coming right. out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I do want to say the other thing that has me excited about it is that it's created by Kyle Bradstreet, who comes from the Sam Esmail tree. Um, and the two shows that he has worked on most recently are Mr. Robot and Berlin Station, a very, very good show. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, we say, we've said this so many times over the years with MCU projects where it's like, this cool writer, or this interesting voice is coming on board. And then it kind of gets MCU sized and it fits into the puzzle pieces. But I'm hopeful for this one. And I, I, there is a real political undertone to the storytelling in Secret Invasion. So maybe it'll be cool.
4: Sean opening the pod. By asking how far we could push the boundaries of what qualified for a Ringer first story <laughs> and what qualified, and then picking the most,
1: just chalk all the way. Main IP team <laughs> of
3: anyone is oh, wow.
2: But it was a honestly it was,
3: it was inspirational for me. If what can it I really, say? I love X Men.
4: <laughs> you guys <laughs> seen X Men. Yeah, they're yeah. great. Oh boy. Okay. We're down to the final two picks of the draft. I am down to my final pick. I, friends, colleagues, cherished pals, I am overwhelmed and astonished. When Across the Spider-Verse went number one overall, which we knew it would, and which it should have. Great pick, Joe. Thanks. I thought, what does this mean? What does this mean for my strategy? What does this mean for my pick in Animated, and here we are. My final pick of the draft, round five, and I have my second animated pick, number two overall on my animated list here, sitting here, available. I now proudly get to select, in Animated, the best superhero show on television, Invincible season two. Why didn't anyone pick this? What's happening?
2: I don't
0: What's going I just just forgot forgot. this was coming back. This show (laughs) is amazing. I can't even shit talk. This is one of the
4: best shows on TV.
1: I can't believe
2: it.
1: We don't have a release date yet, right?
3: Mallory we can't you went into like a. sometimes you go into a pitch that your microphone refuses to pick up I just want to let you know and so then you just like we can't hear you and all we can see is you like beautifully tomato red like gesticulating I can see like my jugular
0: popping out of the side of my
4: neck just now as I was talking oh my goodness
0: you were like Pete Maverick Mitchell pretending to break up while speaking to Ed Harris at the beginning of Maverick (laughs) 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 9
2: Oh
4: that's boy. how you sounded. Here's the thing. Our listeners are gonna hear the pick, and uh that's all that matters. I I I have nothing else to say here. This is a mic drop for me at the end of the draft. Invincible season two,
0: animated. Thank you. <laughs> Did anybody <laughs> watch this show? Like besides us?
3: I don't know how broadly popular it is. For people who like superhero content, it's 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 rated really high, but I don't know how broadly popular uh,
4: it is. here, here's here's a just as anecdotal evidence. I had not read the comics before the show, and I tried to find them during the run because I was interested in catching up in real time. They were pretty much impossible to track down when it was airing because so many people were interested in falling deeper into the world, which I did and loved. Wow, that was it, a, just it, a pleasure. It's a great fact to say. It's a
1: steal. Thank you. Yeah, this is. You read stories about Can drafts in it. sports where where teams oh, just
3: don't, don't yeah. give her more. Don't. <laughs> no, she doesn't need it. This, this is, is the Ross Purdy <laughs> Thank of, you, ben. of the
1: hype. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> you, you read these, <laughs> these origin stories, right? It's like you don't realize that an Frog athlete is Purdy. eligible. Oh, a, scout, a scout just finds some incredible talent on a backfield somewhere and, and hides them until draft day. And you just snuck invincible. I don't know. We we were asleep at the wheel. I don't know what happened here.
4: Boy, that's...
1: Uh, Our I'm prep thrilled. is lacking. I'm yeah.
4: <laughs> Thrilled. Last pick of the draft, Ben. Bring us home. Last
1: pick. You taking Zelda?
4: You going double video game?
1: Yes, you know where I'm going here. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for for not sniping me. I appreciate it. I almost took it. Yeah. I left Super Mario Brothers out there. I thought you were going to take that. Little did I know that you had Invincible Season 2 up your sleeve somehow. (laughs) But yes, because you have all seeded a rich and thriving and (laughs) much-loved area of culture to me in this draft, Uh I will take one of the most exciting releases of the year, which is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. i considered taking this in sequel because it is a sequel to one of the best games of all time, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I guess there's maybe a little less hype about the fact that it's not a its own original new thing and it's still on the Switch, which is showing its age these days. But on the other hand, they've had several years to just refine which what was already an unbelievable, incredible world and game and polish it, as Nintendo always does with Zelda. I've been playing this series since I was seven. It's a lifelong love. And... We've had to wait a while. I think it's actually been the longest gap ever between mainline Zelda releases. And it's unusual for there to be a direct sequel. Not unprecedented, but unusual. And the last thing I will say to make the case here is that just for the sheer entertainment time per pick that we are getting here, it's, it's not necessarily the metric that we're drafting on, but all of your hype is over. Two hours after the fact. You watch a movie, it's over. I mean, you can savor it. That's a big part of
4: the case Sean made was, I don't have to think about this ever again. Right.
1: Yeah. I can forget I ever saw (laughs) Aquaman. That's how I want
0: it. And you have a child.
1: How do you play video games? (laughs) I will make time for Zelda, (laughs) even if it means neglecting my child, because this game, if it's it's anything like the length of Breath of the Wild, Uh average play time, 50 hours. Mm. Average playtime for for the campaign and the side quests, roughly 100 hours. Average playtime for completing everything in the game, close to 200 hours. So I am getting, I mean, 200, that's like 2% of the entire year I might be playing this game. Just if I play it without sleeping, which I probably will. So I think this will be the the gift that that keeps giving. I'll get this game in May and I'll be playing it the rest of the year. Can you call Jessie in so we can talk to her about this? (laughs) (laughs) She plays <laughs> Zelda 2, so we'll both be doing it. I don't know what that will mean for our child, but... <laughs> is it We've, tears T-E-A or T-I-E? Good question. People have, have asked this question. It is uh, tears, as in the the wet things that come out of your eyes.
3: Uh, well, that's T-E-A-R-S. the worst A-R-S. way you can describe tears. <laughs>
1: yeah, I bet it, it sounded oh, gross somehow. I don't but. know
4: why you, why you phrased it that way. <laughs> the wet things that come out of your
1: blank is just a like, blank. i am not moved to tears as often as you are, Belle. I'm, I'm less
0: familiar with the concept. You sounded like <laughs> a scroll describing tears. <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. seen
3: Ben cry and maybe the next time he does he'll be like, what are these wet things coming out of my
0: eye? That it's like a bag of sand from 40-year-old oh, virgin boy. energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like a, dra- a Drax uh, answer. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Can I circle back to invisible really quickly and and maybe do a release date challenge? Because, I was going to say, is that are we sure? So I, I I was I was definitely not listening to Ben talk about Zelda and looking at <laughs> my phone trying to figure out the release date of this. So Vernon Sanders, who's the head of programming at at. Amazon did tell Collider is coming in 2023, but all the That's creators all have been like, all the creators have been like. Someone officially associated with the show is saying it's coming out in 2023.
4: <sighs> okay. If it doesn't. And okay, we have here's a long enough say. gap, I think for that to be considered
3: viable Intel. If it doesn't come out in 2023. Retroactively disqualified. Mallory is booted out of the drafts. <laughs> I, I just this take is... this as further proof that you think I've won. <laughs> no, and might is... need to have my no. my
4: championship stripped.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. This is why it slipped through our nets. We probably all, I would imagine, Googled at some point <laughs> animated stuff coming out in 2023. And Invincible was, was nowhere to be seen.
3: I was looking at what I thought Joe was the, the comprehensive. I was looking at what I thought was the comprehensive spreadsheet that Arjuna has put together for the Ringerverse of all the things that both do and but do not have release article. dates. That's a recent update. No, it's from December. It's from yeah. December, yeah. It's
2: yeah. only January. <laughs> <laughs> that's recent! I'm just blaming I I'm just stand to blame Arjuna I stand, I stand. for this. That's yeah. all I have okay, to say. Okay, that's
3: fine. No, yeah. it's not your fault, Arjuna. I love you and yeah. respect you.
2: You can
4: blame Arjuna and then Ben can comfort him by playing a video game with him for 200 hours. <laughs> 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 Everyone wins. Everyone wins. Okay, we completed our draft. What fun. Any final thoughts or final assessments on your own squads? Anybody else's? Everyone feeling good about their balance across franchises? And across categories, would anyone like I, to apologize for their performance?
3: <laughs> I feel like I have a couple gambles on my list, which yeah. means I may not necessarily win, but if they pay off, mm-hmm. it's going to look really good 12 months from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're playing the long game. Yeah. That's You're a Sawyer fan.
4: You always play the long game. I, it's I love, all the, I love a con. The long con and the long game.
3: <laughs> it's true.
1: Are there any any snubs? Anything? You all had yeah, fairly high oh, that you're a good one. Yeah, not drafted. I thought. Um, I mean, Shazam. I thought, yeah, I thought Super Mario Brothers was going to be picked at some point, and I thought Mal might go for Elemental, perhaps in that category. Little did I know that she had Invincible <laughs> lurking all along, and and also kind of low-key excited for the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, <laughs> Mutant Mayhem, which is, uh, it, it looks kind of good. Apparently, they're really leaning into the the teenage part of it. They're actually like prioritizing the authentic, uh, authentic, authenticity of how teen they are. This is a line Do- from, from the Wikipedia oh. page. For the first time in the franchise, the four turtles will be voiced by actual teenagers at mm. Seth Rogen's behest on honing in on the authenticity of the teenage <laughs> element.
3: Do teens nowadays say cowabunga? Uh, is that something that teens say?
1: I don't know, but this is going to be cinema <laughs> are these verite. turtles
3: are these turtles <laughs> going to be talking about TikTok? If so, I'm I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Strange uh, New
1: World season two. I thought one of us might take Joe because that'll be back.
3: Yeah, and also the Picard, the upcoming Picard season, because they're just like basically doing a next generation Ugh, reunion. Yeah, I know but the last I mean, Picard I know,
2: season was I
3: agree. Rough. But they're like, what if we just throughout the whole thing where we were like, we're not doing a next gen reboot and just do a next gen reboot and mm-hmm. bring everyone from next gen back? But something I've learned on Trial by Content, uh, which in which we run polls every single week, is you should never put anything Star Trek on your poll because it's gonna <laughs> lose the rare audience <laughs> oh, and the Star Trek fandom. That's sad are like two separate circles, honestly, on the Venn diagram, so. Well,
1: that's our failing, not theirs. We House of
3: Harkness. Um, I thought, um, yeah.
4: I, some, I, sta- some Star Wars and Marvel stuff didn't get picked that I thought would. Harkness, Echo. I mean, there's a lot coming. Is right? Harkness
0: the Agatha show? Yeah. yeah. Skeleton yeah. crew yeah. didn't
4: get picked.
1: Yeah. We don't know enough about it. Ironheart. I, I, really I mean, three I know body if, problem. I was going to say three yeah. body
4: problem. I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. someone would pick. That was on my um, long
1: list. Avatar. The Last Airbender.
4: Maybe.
3: Oh, the Netflix one? Yeah. No. <laughs> no.
2: The
3: one that the creators quit?
2: <laughs> yes. And Netflix is
3: like, we'll
0: do it without you,
3: Mike and
2: Brian? No. Yep. Can no. I tell you what I think
0: might, might end up being the highest grossing movie of the year? The Transformers year the draft?
4: Rise of the Beasts? <laughs> no, Mich- although
0: that was on my wild oh. card. And if I didn't take Secret Invasion, I was going to take Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Beasts that are robots? Come on. I, I, that, I know that, that Steve works. would have taken
4: it number one um, overall if he had been in the draft and gotten the top pick.
0: No, the the, <laughs> the movie I'm talking about is The Flash, which you know is obviously entrenched mm. in some controversy. But um, I think that movie is going to be very successful, very very successful, and we, we will be tangling with it as a, as a, as a culture and at the ringer here.
3: The like the reason why Zaslav hasn't put it in the vault is because it is reportedly very very good. Yeah, and that's just sort of a real yeah, as you say, a tangle for the culture. Um, in terms of high box office, um, if John Wick is in here, surely <laughs> I could have made an argument for Mission Impossible. I thought someone
4: was going to pick. I thought someone was going to pick Fast <laughs> X because we've covered <laughs> the Fast franchise on Ringerverse before. I'm surprised no one picked Fast X.
3: Sean you started this by saying let's expand the definition yeah. of the ringer verse and yeah. you're the, the you're the one holding the line on all these things. Yeah, but
0: you you were Shocking. the one who exploded the concept and so I was like, you know what? Let yeah. me just retreat back to Yellow my 11-year-old jackets really self.
4: <laughs> opened everything up. It really did. I'm surprised did. nobody made a, a a pitch for a 2023 like late 2023 release date possibility for the next season of the boys which Certainly could come out this year. I'm I'm just not up to date on that show. There's a boys spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. That would be picked. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff coming, you know? The
1: Dune prequel. Yeah. Hmm. Black Mirror.
4: What's Black Mirror coming back? Yeah. What's the release date certainty around that? Don't know. Yeah.
0: I do love me some Black Mirror. I would regret it's not getting Black same. Mirror. same. Black Mirror is... Italy. All-time fave. It's actually underrated, in my opinion.
4: Nobody picked Foundation.
0: What about no Gremlins Secrets Rachel. of the Mogwai? <laughs> <laughs> you that?
3: Uh, Someone should have picked Foundation Season 2 just so we could have Did you say Mogwai in the year of our Lord 2023? said Mogwai? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I love Gremlins. I went to a Gremlins and Gremlins 2 double feature on, on Christmas Eve this year for last it,
3: year Gremlins is such a good Christmas movie it's a really underrated like I'm so Amazing. tired of the is die Hard a Christmas movie conversation let's move it over to Gremlins that's that's how I feel about that game. wow okay okay final thoughts I think we all did great except I did the best <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just uh, I look forward to the joyous fandom watching experiences that we I have this year I, I hope that Wet things come out of our eyes often that's, as we watch. That's. Thanks for saying that, that one more time, buddy.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> I look forward to my first friendly draft. I've never had one.
1: Yeah, this was surprisingly amiable. No,
3: this wasn't it. <laughs> ben, <Betty, laughs> was you were pretty, pretty just mellow. Sit. You, <laughs> not, you were sniping Sean the whole this was time. pretty team. I, I think everyone's teams are great. There's just so much
4: stuff to be excited about. Just love content. I love you all. Love you. <laughs>
3: Please vote my for my favorite cocaine Clearly bear. the best. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. Folks, thank you for your time today. You haven't seen the voting, so you don't know. But we're all about to find out. Because that's a wrap on today's draft. Remember to head to the Ring Reverse Twitter and Instagram handles to vote for your favorite 2023 House of Our hype draft. Thank you to Steve Allman for producing this episode. Arjunaram Gopal for his additional production work on this episode. And Jomia Deneron for his work on the social for this episode. Send us your House of R and Prestige TV emails at hobbitsanddragons at gmail.com. We will be back on the Prestige TV feed next week, middle of the week, with our Last of Us Episode 1 deep dive. We'll be back here on Friday next week with our Lone Wolf and Cub TV trope history lesson exploration. Reluctant daddies! Reluctant (laughs) daddies. Two of our reluctant daddies are leaving us today, but we will still Mm. be spending our our time with our reluctant daddies, this time Mm -hmm. of of the fictional sort. Until then, if you don't think there's hope for the pod, why bother going on?